My name is Blair, but my friends call me Brock, and welcome to Creative Conversations. Tonight, we have a dope guest, and he is literally family. Uh, Dope-ass painter. Um, I don't want to necessarily put him in the box because he has so much potential to be more than just one title, man. Give it up for my cousin, my fam, Darian Henderson. What's happening, man? What's going on, man? That's a fire intro. Oh, man, I got to give credit to where it's due, man. You're doing your thing out here, bro. How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good today, man. It's been a good day so far. Good, good. And it's always going to get better and better, man. Every day is a blessing, bro. I've been having a good day as well. I'm glad to hear that, man. Good deal. So uh, welcome to the show, man. I remember we talked a few weeks ago, and I was like, man, I'm probably going to have you on the show. And you were like, lit, we can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, and here we are, man. But uh, before we get into it, give, do me a quick favor and tell the people a little bit about yourself. Uh, Well, my name is Darian. I go by King Adora on all socials. And I mean, I, 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 like, I love to paint and I love to play games. And I really love flowers. Hey, man, nothing wrong with floral love. Mm. nothing wrong with that at all man yeah uh i don't necessarily have a green thumb but uh i know soon i'm gonna get a little more like i guess a few more plants around my uh crib so that way i can uh breathe some oxygen within you know what i'm saying if i can't get outside through this covid nonsense you know what i'm saying oh most definitely yeah man so uh with your journey in art, bro, you know, we always have a place where we start. Give me like the origins of when you started getting that itch to pick up the paintbrush. Uh, I think it probably started like even before the paintbrush. Um, like back when I was a kid, I, I used to see my brother and sister, they would uh, do drawings and they stuff looked like like really really good for what they were doing and I really didn't think that I was going to take it as far as I'm taking it now but I'm glad to know that like it's actually something that um I decided to make a career out of mm. and I'm glad that I'm I've been able to pick up a, a lot of inspiration I believe from them so but yeah when it came to actually just like picking up a brush uh when i went to college i didn't even think i was gonna get into painting then i just thought i was gonna keep drawing right but to see how people use the medium and how they um the 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 kind of techniques that i learned and the uses of color and color theory and everything it was just like like it, it didn't take long for me to kind of pick up that 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 passion for it and to see like the to see what i what i could be able to do and then to actually uh kind of see it come to fruition with the opportunities that school gave me okay nah that's dope man uh it's good you're right when it comes to stuff like that i remember being in school i was in high school when uh i fell in love with photography and i had no plans of getting behind the camera like that i thought taking photos was cool because remember like the old school um cameras in the 90s that the polaroids Mm -hmm. and you just take them and the picture just pop out and then you remember how like your mom would just like keep flapping the picture like i was supposed to help (laughs) help it develop and you know you just got to give it time and i remember love playing with that but that i didn't i never knew that was going to lead me into what i do and so 
being in school and getting that opportunity to learn the craft at least a little bit that I could understand at the time is definitely eye-opening. So it's dope that you were able to elevate in that moment and it kind of just hit you like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is what I need to be doing. Definitely. Now, let me ask though, like, was it more like a eureka moment or were you like just falling in love with it as you went through the process? I think it was more so just the process, man. I didn't really have like a, like a, like yeah, this is this is where I need to be. It was more so just learning more about uh, the art itself and mm-hmm. like how you know when we were in when I was in school, they they did a really good job of like taking us back through history and learning how it started, and mm-hmm. then when you physically get into the the parts of like actually doing it and kind of growing your own I want to say like ideas from the references that was you know taught from back then yeah I think that's what kind of just made it gradual for me I feel that man and I have a respect for you guys like painters people who sketch and draw because there's a you have to just come right from the brain not saying photographers or any other artists don't have to do that but it's like you have a blank canvas and it's okay, I'm going to put something on here that I was just thinking of. And for me, I always wanted to learn how to draw per se. Like I was drawing in elementary school, but never really picked it up, picked it up. So I always had like an affinity for art in itself, but I knew I wanted to get into some kind of art, but my, my drawing wasn't nowhere near where you are or anyone else who picked up particular uh, medium. So with that being said, once you picked that up and you really got into your mode as far as like growing and and learning more of your craft, what type of style would you say you have or that you've developed? Mm, I think early on I developed more of a um, kind of a color blocking style mm. where I would just uh, do things by having spaces and kind of like a you know the painting painting in the the number the numbered blocks it was kind of like that and just making it come together through that way and then I learned more to um you know like how to blend and how to have colors interacting with each other really mm-hmm. I I kind of grew a love for like surrealistic paintings and like people like Salvador Dali mm-hmm. and guys like that, like I really started to grow up from them and learning about like their techniques and what they did. So I tried to to go from from that kind of perspective. But in reality, I actually have no idea what my style is. It I'm just kind of doing it. I wanna say, um like I say this a lot, I gotta kinda finesse my paintings like finesse like how I'm applying it mm. and how I want things to look because they it's not necessarily gonna go how I always want it to go but you kind of you know follow that direction still it's not always gonna be um as on point as you see it in your head but sometimes that's also a great thing too because you might learn something different yeah, that's actually very honest. And um, I'm kind of inspired by that answer, to be completely honest, because 
many of us want to be able to say, this is what I do, or this is how I do it, whether you are inspired by someone and saying, this is the type of style that you do, or if you are developing your own style and you want to put your own name on it. But for you, you're like, I don't know, I just paint. And I think that's super, super dope because a lot of times we are lost in our craft and we don't really know how to pinpoint what it is, but that can be a beautiful thing because you can just have an untitled gift low key. And with having an untitled gift, you can inspire people to just do it. You don't have to have a title behind or you don't have to have a title behind your your skill or your particular style. It's just like, I just paint, bro. And whatever comes out, comes out. And I just develop from there. You may have a name for it later. You may not. You just you're just you just do what you do. Right. And I want to say that um, you had talked about how, you know, you can never like draw something like on my level but i like i gotta tell you as an artist and i think a lot of artists can attest to this even you a lot of people say that and i think that it's a little bit of a cop-out because Mm. for one you really just have to do it like if that's if it's not your thing i understand but i feel like when it comes to just creating you just gotta create something and it doesn't have to be like whatever someone else is already doing like that's fine if you don't paint or paint or draw something like I do or or how I would I think it just needs to be done because honestly I've I've taken a lot of time looked looked at a lot of artists and thought that like man I feel like I can do something like that but at the same time why would I you know like mm-hmm. um Okay, so, like, when it comes to, like, my process of things, it's not necessarily just looking at a blank canvas and I'm going to put an image on there. I I have dreams. I have, like, uh, daydreams. I have thoughts and, and inspirations out of nowhere. Uh, sometimes it can be from something I see on Instagram, something I see out in real life, something I see on, like, a a YouTube video, like it can come from anywhere and it can even come from like reading something. And it's just like, I get the idea and then I have to like research what things are and try to get something as closely as possible to what it, what kind of image I want to convey. And then after that, it's just like piecing things together. It's kind of like making a collage. Mm. And when you put those things together, you, somehow well maybe not somehow but you do end up making like or or creating a message that you start to understand once you're going through the process so I think it is I feel that it's easy in a sense to be able to start something creative like that but you know the process is always going to be like um what's the word um like you just trial and error. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's problem solving. It's always like it's that's the thing. It's the it's a problem solving of it. So, like you have the idea now. It's just like how do I how and where do I place these things on it to create the image that I that I want to see. And I think a lot of people can do that. They just have to, you know, just try it. You know what? You didn't have to tell me the truth like that. You didn't have to say it's a cop out. <laughs> 
No, man. I no, that's actually pretty dope. I never looked at it from that perspective. Uh, even as an artist myself, I'm just like, yeah, when you pick up the camera, you you learn how to do it and then you you shoot based on what you see. So looking at it from a different lens, so to speak, being able to get inspiration from different things and then just put it on the canvas one you know, looking from the outside in, I just see a blank canvas and I don't know what's going through your head. I just thinking that, oh, I thought about this. I'm gonna go ahead and do this, but I'm gonna paint this rather. But you said, hey man, it can come from daydreams. It can come from Instagram. I could be playing a game even or watching a movie. And I'm like, you know what? I I, I see something and I can, I can re-express that. I think that's pretty dope. And you're right though, for myself or anyone who wants to get into it or had an interest in it, uh, you do just have to just do it. You have to you have to get it done to see if you even want to. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, you're right. You're definitely right. I, I agree with that for sure. And I appreciate you putting me on that, the putting that perspective on me, because it is definitely um, you can definitely get into a place where you feel like you just can't. And rather than can't, you just won't, you know, because of what you told yourself, and what you believe, you know, what you choose to believe. Uh, when it comes to not starting that particular journey if you truly have an interest in it. And it's very human, and it's very okay. I feel that. I feel that. No, it is. It is. But, again, uh, my my uh, I love this saying. I learned it from, I forget her name. I think her name was Isabel. She used to run a studio not too far from where I'm at. And I took – you. <laughs> let, let's step back. You ever watched uh, Love and Basketball? Yes. So you remember uh, Q's dad when he was like, uh, Ken is not in a man's vocabulary. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So she had something like that, but it was for try. And it always resonated with me. And even if I catch myself saying try, I feel weird because she said, I'll be like, she'd be like, hey, you know, we got to shoot this. We're going to do this and this. And I was like, okay, I'll try. And she told me, if you try, you're going to keep on trying. Just do it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I've lived that I've, I've lived through that. You know what I'm saying? I live with that. And I'm like, OK, you know what? I'm either going to try it and just say I'm going to try and keep trying or I'm going to try that or I'm going to do or I'm just going to say, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. You know, win, lose or draw. I'm going to get it done. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I feel you 100 on that, because honestly, it feels like th- this year feels so different for me because. I've done a lot of that, you know, really just saying that I'm going to try to get this painting done. I'm going to try to start on this new idea that I've been thinking about. And now I kind of feel myself just um, just just switching up that those words and, you know, it changes the perspective and the mentality of it. And it actually feels really uh, it feels a lot more rewarding to know that you're, you know, you, you feel yourself getting this stuff done and like being able to put everything like I think for me like the most anxiety for me is like being just putting this stuff out there putting work out there and like oh if I don't get enough likes or not enough eyes are seeing it and stuff like that I think this year has been a a bit of a change because I've kind of just stopped I'm starting to to just stop worrying about it so much and it feels a lot better to be able to just put this out there and be like, and I and I've actually been getting the the responses that I, I've always wanted to get. I guess, yeah. 
I mean, not for sure. You've been doing your thing, man. And you're right. Um, I had a previous conversation about that as far as getting on and making sure that, you know, okay, am I going to get the likes for this? Are the people going to see this? And then after a while, you just get trapped in that mindset and in that loop where it's like you'll post something that might do really well, but the next post you may not. And now you're like, oh, man, what can I do? Oh, these numbers. And you sometimes just got to realize it's like, I want to post this because I want to post this. And whoever sees it, sees it. And just like you said, you'll get the right responses when it's time to get them. And it's, it's, it, it is more rewarding being able to kind of take that pressure off of yourself and just do what you love just because you want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you still have a goal in mind, you know what I mean? And we'll get more into that a little later. But as far as just being able to just have artistic expression and you just want to share it, it's big enough versus having that, but then putting a lot of your thoughts and priorities into likes, it kind of takes the fun out of it and it takes the richness out of the art, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think it's easy to get into that mode because, um, because you see a lot of, uh, it's almost as if like the creativity isn't just about what you're putting on a canvas or what you're doing with your camera. Like when you see, like looking at a lot of videos from like TikTok or, the reels on um, Instagram, it's like they are, they're doing more creative things with these videos that is just to show off the work. So it's like, man, like I gotta, I gotta make this work and I gotta hope that the work looks fire and then mm-hmm. I have a creative video so that, you know, more people see this fire work. And it's really just like, I'm really just promoting what I'm making, but and that's no diss to the artists that do that because the videos do be dope. So it's really just like individually you're, you kind of just have to go at your own pace. Like if you don't think something like that is going to work for you, that's okay. Just post your work, take, take, take baby steps, I guess. And I guess, and that's what I'm trying to do. It's like, I'm more so fine with just posting uh, my works in progress. You know what I'm saying? Yeah kind of builds up to me showing that off what I'm currently doing. It helps me keep going to just finish the work so that when it's finally done, now I can kind of, you know, show it off like the way that I want to. It doesn't have to be like a creative video or anything, but just to be able to be like, Hey guys, I know you've been like, you've been, you've been like out here watching me. You've, you've been seeing the progress. Now it's finished. And now I can go, rest for like a week until I start <laughs> <laughs> he said a week he was like alright y'all seven days bro ring. watch the tape I'll be back <laughs> these paintings be killing me now actually you said something interesting about the paintings killing you and you also mentioned um, the challenge of getting out of your head when it came to trying to get likes and changing your perspective uh, I want to talk on or touch on the tr- struggles that you may have faced and how you uh, overcome them outside of I guess like the fatigue of just finishing uh, a piece and the social media aspect what other struggles do you feel that you come across from time to time and how do you you know, overcome those particular challenges? I think I kind of had a a breakthrough today, low-key, because I've been actually thinking about it for, like, uh, a a minute now. 
And I realized that uh, over the past week, me working on this current piece that I'm doing, I've been waking up really early in the morning, like 3 a.m., you know? And I think that has really helped me overcome the struggles of, like, wanting to paint. Because uh, I have, like, insomnia, so... There are times, there, there could be stretches where I'm just, like, waking up at, like, 1 in the afternoon. And and that's from, like, not getting any sleep until, like, maybe 6 or 7 in the morning. So, having those short days, it's like, well, I'm kind of too tired to, to do anything. I don't have the energy to do anything. And so, I don't. And then that will feed in kind of negative thoughts you know i don't want to paint i'll get to it later stuff like that i'll try to do this and um i've seen the difference that waking up early and having a having a longer day it allows me to kind of not sit around and so i just start to i start to get in the mode i start to get in the, the feeling of like man i i got an idea that's still on that canvas that I can literally just go in there and work out and it it's like a it's just a it's a feeling it's a really good feeling like I get that good feeling like after you have something to eat it's like now you can go like take on the day and that's (laughs) it's been for me low-key and it's been nice because before I would think about it like if I had just woken up at like one in the evening it's like man I'm gonna get something to eat, and then I I might go, I might go out there and, and try to paint, but then I come back in my room and lay down. So mm. for me, it's been uh, energy, and I've thankfully have been having more of it, and I hope to keep having more of it because, like, I I kind of need to have that uh, structure. I have to structure myself to want to you know to be productive. And it's been working out so far. Good deal, man. Well, that I'm proud of you, shit, mm-hmm. because um, having to do that on your own does take discipline. It takes strength. It takes faith, uh, even courage, because sometimes we can get in our head, especially, like you said, you've had days where they were a lot shorter because you weren't able to really get sleep. And now you're like, oh, I really don't want to paint. And then it gets to you. It eats at you. Uh but now that you're kind of structuring uh, more time out of your day, you're able to take time to be like, okay, this is going to be a day a lot of time that I paint. And you're able, you're, you're not really thinking about anything but that. So I definitely feel you on that. I know um, when it comes to my work or even this podcast, it's like I have to take time out of my day to be like, okay, I got to prep for this guest. So I need to make sure I do X, Y, and Z. So that way I'm not half-assing and we're coming on the show and I'm like, hey, so what's your favorite color? Because I didn't get all the information down that I needed. You know what I mean? So when it comes to that, I can definitely understand that. Even with editing uh, and Lord, uh, Lord God, please bless me with a dope editor. Anyone who's listening and you're super dope. If you want to edit for me, by all means, I'm not shy. Come on. But (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, but no, but when it comes to that, it does take a particular, a specific discipline to do that because no one's going to tell you that, hey, Darren, you got to get up and paint right quick. You have to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and, mm-hmm. 
there's there's also like I'm thinking as I'm thinking about it, um I think there's a like I can see the difference in how you know the way that your process goes into, you know, uh setting up for shoots and uh you know doing your shoots and then your editing and stuff like that. Like you already kind of like had the tools to really get yourself in those modes. Whereas for me and anybody who's listening who is either currently in school for art or going to school for art, who's never done art, like school really sets a structure for how you get things done because you're on a schedule. When you leave school, like when you graduate or just, you know, don't go, like it kind of sets everything off because now it's like I had when I had all this free time this is what I was doing I was doing art in my free time but it was because of these scheduled blocks of where I was doing it and I I started learning that like and almost to a, a scary extent like man when I get out of college like I'm gonna have like all this free time how much of this am I gonna devote to really painting and that is also kind of a that was also kind of a a thing that I had to deal with was just how to utilize my time. And my teachers talked about that a lot because and it, and it, it's like a, a real thing trying to like really use your time as wisely as you can. And it's, it's doable, but I feel like it, it is something that can affect like how you work depending on like, you know, what kind of artist you are, what, what kind of creative creative you are, you know? Yeah. I feel that, man. Uh, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Cause I didn't even think about that as well because I didn't go to school for photography. I just started from the ground up and just had to pretty much reach out and learn how to network. And I guess being in it, I can understand that those tools that like those tools that I have for the process uh, are developed and were, given to me in that process but going to school i can't imagine everything is fixed uh mm-hmm. and then when you get out of that it's kind of like a, an, an athlete who's not playing anymore and you're like okay this is life outside of football or basketball or whatever yeah how am i going to keep this going and that can be a very scary thought but um it's good that you got out of that mode and that you were able to adjust uh actually Let's touch on that for a bit, because I know I want to talk about your experience in school, but when it came to utilizing your time and really honing that to get here, how did you adjust coming out of school at first up until now? Uh, I adjusted badly when it first started. Uh, I was just like, I was again, it's like doing it. I was like, yeah, I'll try. I'll try to get to it. You know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I did try to, you know, push myself to just create something but it's it's a weird thing um like you know doing something when you get the feeling and trying to force yourself to 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 make something happen you know and if you are an artist and if you're not creating as much like you really got to learn how it's okay if you're not right now because sometimes things are not just gonna you know spark to you like that 
and I had to deal with that most times as well. And sometimes I'll be in the middle of, of like a project and, you know, I just kind of go blank. And I just like, I, I have no idea how to use these colors. I have no idea how to do this technique. And this image I'm trying to do is looking weird. Sometimes you got to take a break. So I, I think um, just kind of teaching myself that it doesn't have to be, you know, done right now like the free time that I have can can still just be free time like just to do it when you're ready because you don't want to rush like trying to create something you don't want to force yourself to to get things done so it's just you know utilizing your time to the best of your ability sure Sure. So basically, because what I'm getting from that and I can understand that is don't put so much pressure on yourself to get the work done. Give yourself time. Yeah, that's really good advice, man. Uh, And I'm sure whoever's listening, going through that right now can definitely appreciate that because we we constantly find ourselves putting pressure on ourselves and it's unnecessary pressure, whether it's for your art, whether it's for your relationship, your with your partner or your parents or your children. And, you know, I don't have kids, so I can only speak so much on that. But at the same time, it's just like, sometimes you just got to take some of the pressure off and just be, because you're going to drive yourself insane. And you're going to put yourself in a place that you don't want to be. And it can lead you to a very dark place. Uh, I've definitely gone through that when it came to transitioning from just the art to trying to make profit. And I lost sight of wanting to do this because I loved it versus wanting to do it because I'm trying to see what the money's looking like. And when that money didn't come in, it, it was just just awful it was an awful feeling because that was my main goal that was my priority and I pretty much lost sight of the art itself that that also happened with me as well because like especially when you have like you know other people you know asking you about like oh you know like what would you like what would you sell this for how much would you sell this for and stuff like that and it's like there there's the business side of that that's very real and you have to consider it but it's like it's hard man because you because you don't want it to feel like a job but you also i guess i guess some people some some people will feel like you know you you, there's validation in the money that you made for it Mm. But I, I mean, at the end, I, honestly, like after I create a painting, I could give two thoughts about it after it's done. Like I don't care. Mm-hmm. The everything that I put into it is already there. It was in the process. So like once it's done, I don't really have to think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I, I really don't think about like how much I should how much I should price this for and the things that kind of go into that. I've done it. Yeah. And I, I have, I have these prices ready. So, but it's like, I don't know. I'm not, 
I don't want to, I'm not using my work to get paid. I just know that that's a part of the process. But I know that when you, when you, if you, if you don't want to base it, if you don't want to base your work off of that, then you definitely don't have to. I feel like if people like your work anyway, that part will just come already. Like people are going to ask you already how much, you know, are you willing to sell this for? And I think that's fine because you don't really have, but you don't really have to like uh, have a strong focus on that. You don't have to try to make your money, make your, make your work so sellable. And because to try to do things that are, trending i mean it's fine but you know Mm. still try to keep things like true to yourself and your work bet that up be authentic people you heard it here first (laughs) whenever however wherever you heard it you heard it here so let's step back for a second because i wanted to kind of touch on your experience in school and because I know that was like a huge, huge shift for you based on what we uh, were talking about earlier, when it came to like relationships that you built in school, whether it was with other students or your professors, were there any specific relationships that kind of gu- guided you in a positive way in school? Or were you more or less just taking in the lessons and then just developing on your own? Man, uh so I went to Tennessee State University, right? And I think a lot of the professors there could tell you that I was like a literal sponge. I was like a fish. Well, not not like a fish out of water, but literally just like a, a little kid soaking up everything that they had to say about anything dealing with art. And I talked to them a lot. Like after school, if I didn't have nothing to do, because I knew those teachers were still in their offices. I would go to their office and I would just like, just chat it up with them. And because they're artists, of course, we're going to talk about art. I've seen like, I've seen and I've learned a lot from my professors over there. They taught me a bunch of stuff. Like I've learned their, their techniques and how they think about things and you know how that can translate to when when you get out into the art world i've learned like extra historically from them and how art like did so much for them so it was definitely like one of the best things about going to school uh my favorite teacher there I really don't know if I should say I have a favorite teacher, though. <laughs> you can't. It's the same space here, man. <laughs> so, um, one of my teachers, his name is uh, Professor Dunson. Man, that man makes the best work. Like, and it was crazy because, like, the, the teachers as well would also have, like, uh, art shows. Mm. So, it's everybody's work just on the wall. And we would be sitting there. It's like it's like great for a student to like be there and actually critique like what your teacher's doing. But it's like being at a Pro Bowl or an all-star game, bro. It's like everybody's work is fire. <laughs> everybody's work is fire. And you just trying to find like the meaning to it. 
you know, what are they trying to convey? Like, look at the use of the color and all this kind of stuff. Like, but definitely Professor Dunson, that man was someone that I I still want to emulate how he does his work. Because, man, his work is just, like, incredible to me. Like, he does the actual um, surrealism style of painting. Mm. It's I got to show you his work, man. His stuff is amazing. Oh, yeah. Send it to me, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, like, and we, and we used to always have talks. And let me tell you, he will literally talk your head off. But it was it was great, though, because he had he had so much to say. And he was really passionate about uh, artistry as a whole. And he would motivate me a lot to, you know, try new things, to go outside of, you know, what I was comfortable with and, to, and really to just to just paint. He was really heavy on like, yo, whatever you're trying to do, do it like you like you said earlier just do it just get it done so that that, like those guys they they were the they were definitely like the the upstart for me Hmm. now that's beautiful man shout out to mr dunson talking about you don't have no favorites or you shouldn't say you have favorites okay that's fine mr dunson you were his favorite oh wait also also mr donahue mr donahue as well I actually just spoke with him earlier, but yeah, his work is amazing too. And he works uh, like with sports. Like he 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 conveys his art through sports. And I'll show you his stuff too. His stuff is really dope. I had a lot of conversations with him. He also gave me some art books as well that were uh, good to read up on. Mm-hmm. Just stuff like that. And I didn't think um I didn't think that that was the kind of student that I was gonna be, but. Mm-hmm. Glad I was. It really helped out a lot. Well, let me ask, uh, when you first got to school, um, before you pretty much had your transitional period, what kind of student did you see yourself being or what were your what were your initial goals really? Man, I think my initial goals were to just be at be in class on time and like really give a good effort because mm. I really didn't think I was going to survive honestly because when I was going to school before I wasn't going for art and what I was doing in school I didn't think it was like you know college material mm. um, so I thought that the the stuff that you do when you first when you first start off as a freshman, I thought that was gonna be the the, the part that broke me because I just didn't think I I had the the focus for it, but turns out I did. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, I. Sometimes we get into those positions where we start something we're like, all right, I don't know, this is it, and then you you like you said, you just get into that process where it's like, hold on, I like this. Maybe maybe school is for me. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, especially like, and I didn't think uh, I didn't think about like how uh, the art was gonna like the opportunities that it was gonna give me. I if I had known, then I probably definitely would have been putting my best foot forward. Not that I did when I started, but it was just like you know, kind of it was more steady, more smaller steps. Mm. that kind of growing over time mm-hmm. 
Well, I'm glad you did, man, because you're definitely producing some really, really dope work. Uh, and uh, with your transitions and the struggles that you've, you know, faced out of school and how you pretty much had a resurgence and even now what you're developing in order to keep that work going and keep that art uh, alive is really commendable because there are some people who can't say that and you're able to kind of just go through it and rise above it in order to uh, get to where you want to be and having those pretty much I would say mentors really and uh, those uh, professors it's really dope that you even still keep in contact with one of them to kind of keep you going as well so bro just kudos to you man I really appreciate you and your art bro I'm not even gonna hold you man thank you so much bro that really means a lot to me for real no man it's no problem at all man but let's let's move forward just a little bit because we're, we you mentioned you don't have to do trends and I'm not saying this is a trendy move but it definitely can be a big move uh, because it's grown in popularity over the years but your Twitch yeah, I got into your Twitch channel for the first time the other day because I didn't even I remember we had a discussion saying that you were going to work on uh, live streaming and then I just happened to go on Twitch and I was like, Darian's live streaming? And I got to see the piece you're working on now. And I was just seeing it in real time. And I was like, okay. And so I just turned it on while I was working. And I would go back and check from time to time while I'm working. And I'm just like, Darian's really out here doing this, uh, the Twitch streaming. So I, I, this is super cool because <laughs> you're really just making that move to go forward and to promote yourself forward. So give me your, your thoughts into getting into streaming. And how that's been working for you so far? Uh, it's taken a minute for me to get to this point, um, mostly because I was kind of nervous about, uh, I guess, promoting myself like that and showing off my work to unknown people and stuff like that. So I had to kind of really get out of my headspace uh, for that and to just, you know, talk myself into just doing it and seeing how it feels and a friend of mine she told me that you know you know you've you painted while we were facetiming before you know just treat it like that all you're doing mm-hmm. is paint it and i was like okay yeah that makes sense you're right so when i started it that's really just how i felt you know played music and I'm just I'm I'm in my own world now. So it it definitely is a lot better than what I was thinking that it, it was gonna be. So now I kinda feel like I just wanna dedicate like the money for it, you know what I'm saying? To to have it have the stream like look better as far mm-hmm. as the quality. I definitely I really want the quality of the videos to look better. And that's honestly, that's honestly, I feel like that's all I need because if it's just me doing the work, it doesn't really need to be flashy. I don't need all the other stuff on there. So I'd rather just have it like to where you can just actually see the work clearly. Because when I was looking back at that last stream, I was like, man, this thing is at like 2040p. This is this like a Nokia phone. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? It's like, nah. And I thought it would look better because it was an iPhone. 
I don't know what the deal is, but we'll figure it out. I do, I do want to try to uh, stream on Instagram and um, maybe Facebook, you know? I want to switch to different to different stuff, and um, and to know that at any point of when I'm working on something, like no matter where it's at in the painting, it'll be a really good time to just have a session where it's just live. Because I don't need, I don't need to do it every time, but it's like I'm already showing people like where the progress is starting from. And then at some point I can just have a lot like I, I can really structure this to where I'm I'm constantly working. Mm. And that, it's 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 a it's a comfortable space that I feel like it's heading to. And uh it has me excited actually for it to keep going. Cause aside from just doing Twitch, like I was just I was just thinking eh, Twitch is a better place to be I guess well not better but it's a good place to start because if I'm honest it's not, it's not like I'm getting a lot of uh, views on it like during stream which is fine but it's still teaching me that you know I can have a camera on the work and I can still sit there and do it and just still be in my zone without having the you know to worry or to to wonder about like oh how does this look what's going on da, 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 da. I can just still be in my zone I can still keep it how I usually do it and that just be it like you seeing the work you seeing it in progress you know talk amongst yourselves in the chat because I probably won't be paying attention <laughs> hey y'all got it <laughs> I just no. can't. I just, I just like, I just, I just like the idea of of having, having work being shown, and have it being in progress, and there's just music playing, like if I, I'm keeping it as simple as I can, I don't need to, I don't want to do anything that's like too, too much in 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 my in my eyes. So it's it's very comfortable for me, and I, I think I want to keep, I want to do it, I want to keep it going into like different aspects. Well, there you have it, people. Because I was going to ask you what was next, but you already let me know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, man. Nah, but um, I I definitely want to say that uh, even catching that stream, it was dope because I do get that vibe, you know, that you explained. Where it's like, I just want to turn on the camera and paint and then not worry about it. And you were definitely in your zone. You were definitely in uh your own world really and i got to really see that and though like you said it's still you're still growing your platform it's definitely going to resonate with more people and more people are going to come in and see as you continue to promote that uh platform and you know people take more interest into your process and seeing the final result once it's like posted or you know a potential client wants to purchase it once it's completed and people also appreciate seeing the process as well yeah Oh man, Darian, it's been a pleasure having you on the show tonight, bro. You definitely give me a dope perspective. And even though we've known each other uh, forever, you know, because, you know, <laughs> we're family and all, I still was able to pick up something new from you. So I appreciate you being, you know, so uh, candid with me. Man, show tonight. Hi, man. I'm glad that you're, you know, you have this platform. I think it's really great. And I, 
can't wait to hear the playback for it, man. You're doing some really cool stuff. And I and I like that we as, you know, creatives have, you know, a space to really, you know, shine a light on something that we're doing. And I'm 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 very like extremely happy that you're doing that you're doing this. Like <laughs> It doesn't. It, it 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 doesn't matter what it could have been. Like, I'm enjoying it, bro. Man, much love, bro. I appreciate that, man. But um, do me a favor. Uh, shout out yourself, man. Give us uh, where we can, you know, information where we can find you. You know, socials, different things of that nature. Uh, you can mainly hit me up on Instagram and uh, and Twitch. You know, I'll be I'll be I'll be going live sometimes. It's all King Ghidorah. Got you, got you. And then for those, I would definitely have that in the show notes as well. So that way you can, uh, you know, get on his Instagram and see what's happening. And get on his Twitch and see what's good with him, man. And pop into the chat and say hello. All right. I hope to see y'all there. Good deal, man. Well, that is the show for the night, people. Remember to stay blessed. And uh, most importantly, stay creative. Peace. <laughs>